My mom had to support uh, three kids, my sister and my brother. And, uh, you know, she moved us to a funky place and I was there. And then about six months into that, I was kidnapped. Mm. And uh, I was used for child pornography and I was tortured. And the people put a gun in my head and they threatened to kill my brother and my sister if I ever told anybody. And uh, at the time, I was the fourth best long distance run in the country. My dream was to follow Steve Prefontaine to Oregon. I never ran again. Became a street prostitute, mostly men, sometimes women. Became a full-blown junkie by the time I was 14, in and out of prison a couple times. And here we are. Schedule 35 is a Canadian-based startup that ships across Canada and the United States whose mission is to educate and enrich lives with a deeper meaning and a better sense of self through microdose and psilocybin products. Schedule 35 is the first nationwide trusted brand that makes microdosing accessible and simple to do. Schedule 35 provides a large amount and range of resources to help customers learn and understand the effects of this plant medicine. Through this approach, Schedule 35 has garnered a powerful online social media presence working with many top celebrities, influencers, and creative all across Canada and the United States, along with notable mentions and publications. Schedule 35 is the most trusted and popular microdosing source in North America. An emerging market and movement around psilocybin has proven to help with mental health, PTSD, anxiety, depression. Studies have shown that psilocybin works to create new neural networks in the brain which help boost focus and creativity, mood enhancement, and help fight addiction. Baby, that's me. All products come with a guy that makes microdosing easy to understand. All customers will need to be age verified. Once age verified, they will receive an invite code. For all their products and to get an invite code, visit www.schedule.com. 35.co. Get 15% off with code HOTBOXING at Schedule35.co. Again, that's 15% off at Schedule35.co. And use the code HOTBOXING. Start living a life with deeper meaning, more joy, and self-understanding. Today, baby. It's all today. Hello, I'm Mike Tyson, and this is another episode of HOTBOXING. We have my host over here, Who Kid. Of course. And we have a brother from another mother, my dear friend, Sean McFarlane. Sean, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, brother Michael. Nice to be here. Man, listen, just relax, calm down. We're family, so let me <laughs> know Explain to these people who you are Explain what you do. Yeah. What I do, so so I'm a, I'm a therapist, I'm a coach, I'm an activist. I get paid to crack hearts and let light, let light in. I help people shift the narratives. I help them change the story. I help them face their demons. I help them love themselves. Uh, I can do it with hugs. I can do it with a kick in the ass and uh, a lot of spiritual uh, enlightenment there. Yeah, I've been doing it for a really long time. I've been sober 35 years. I've been doing wow. private practice 25 years. Wow, that's, a, that's a long time. <laughs> so explain to these gentlemen, I, guess, um, I didn't want to dig into it deep because I explained to them this is going to be very intense and... Um, How do you explain being associated with um, the Shell Foundation? How, what was the cause of its um, foundation? The cause of, the, of Shell? Uh, yeah. Let me start in that. I had an idea to open a facility 
that was different than we've ever experienced before. And in my head, I had it across between Motown when Barry was doing all his magic and Marvin would come down and play with Stevie and Stevie. No, no, no. I mean, your, your trauma that caused that. To oh, oh, that's what, okay. I yeah. got you. Okay, good. So um, I'm from Arizona and uh, I'm from Scottsdale, Arizona. And uh, my father was an alcoholic gigolo and uh, he fell for the other woman, not my mom. And, uh, and my mom had to support uh, three kids, my sister and my brother. And, uh, you know, she moved us to a funky place and I was there. And then about six months into that, I was kidnapped. Mm. And uh, I was used for child pornography and I was tortured. And the people put a gun in my head and they threatened to kill my brother and my sister if I ever told anybody. And uh, at the time, I was the fourth best long distance run in the country. My dream was to follow Steve Prefontaine to Oregon. I never ran again. Became a street prostitute, mostly men, sometimes women. Became a full-blown junkie by the time I was 14 and then out of prison a couple times. And here we are. Wow. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. Explain to these people. Talk to them. Explain about to them. What I, what I learned from that and what, yeah. what my messaging is. Why, why was that? Yeah, because of the okay, salvation. So, I got a couple, a couple, couple belief systems. I don't even know how you even did that. Are, huh? you, are you a human being for one thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm gonna tell you why. Because I realized shame on them for treating mm. me that way, mm. and shame on me for staying that way. Oh wow. Okay. And nobody can blow my light out unless I give them permission. You with me? Mm. That's just it. Nobody can do that unless I give them permission. And I realized that the rule doesn't need to change. Ceno needs to change. Okay, and the only person I suffer from is Ceno McFarlane. And once I got hit to that, things changed a little bit. And I always bring you into my consciousness because... Yeah, I want you to tell them like a guy like me. Tell them who a guy like me, who I, who I really am behind all this stuff. Behind all this stuff? Yeah, let them know. Let them know who they oh, work for. Oh, you're to break down Mike Tyson. Let them know who they work for. Yeah, all right, enough. I'll get down, man. You're a scared little boy sometimes. How old were you, by the way, when, when, when you figured it out? I was 12. Wow. That's yeah. harsh. What are you feeling, brother? No, I just want you to um, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. you, you just, because I'm going to tell you, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. I want to talk about trust. Exactly. Let's talk about trust. I've known Mike in a, a lot of different variations. And there was a time in life where Michael wasn't as happy and as accomplished and the vibrations in you now, and he wasn't being kind to his body. And we lived together. And we would go out and do things together. And Michael would say to me, you know, my head screams to me when I walk into the restaurant, everyone's yelling this big fat boom, the end. Mm. And so Michael and I came up with the system that where we're at, a restaurant, movie, anywhere, he would tap me and I would know that he was scared and overwhelmed. And I would say, and I said, Michael, I love you. And then we would, we would touch heads in the African tradition. The baddest man on the planet had to learn how to ask for help. Wow. Mental health is about asking for help. I don't know, I'm scared. And that's why him and I are still friends together. 
I'm fucked up now. As during the the physical, when you were physically like fucked up and mentally fucked up? I am so scared that I am so violent I can't control my violence because Mm. I'm scared. Does that that make any sense to you? Mm. No, that makes sense to you. Um, Me, Mike Dice, I'm so fucking scared of everything. Yeah, but I I, kind of... Only thing I know how to do is attack. I feel that way. Explain more. Explain more, please. Explain what we go through, people like us. Just explain our life. Right, so he, um, you heard it. And, um, you know, (laughs) Michael, you could pay him a compliment. He'd want to kill you for it. Mm. It's too painful sometimes to feel that intimacy, to feel that love, to feel that care. And just wants to be left alone. And um, what he just did, that we've had many versions of that, and he had to learn how not to run away and face that. Because he knows better than anybody. He's talked about it. The greatest enemy, the greatest fight he's ever had is his mind. Mm. They don't believe that I hate myself. Yeah. They can never believe that I hate myself. Right. Because <laughs> they think you're Mike Tyson. Yeah. Mike Tyson's the name. Yeah. That's not who you really are. The legend. Like, they see you from outside in. I, 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 even me, like, we laugh at these guys yeah, when they yeah. say that, don't we? I look yeah. at, like me looking at him from the outside, I see a successful man, a legend. I know he's been through a lot, but at the end of the day, I look at him like, Success is the reason why he's happy, but obviously, no way. That's, not that's the, case. the success is the reason why my, I tore my life apart. You know, um, this is what I found out with the psych, with the psych, that tearing yourself down is just as motivating as tearing yourself, bring yourself up. So I get the double whammy. I become this great guy, mm. and I tear him down. I get that power too. Wow! And that's the sickness that I have. Look at all this stuff happening to me now. I just learned to handle this skill just a little bit much than before. When too many people say, oh, you're the greatest, you're the best, Lord God, may you make this. And then my, my ego say, no, you're a little punk-ass bitch. Don't you remember that guy took your advantage and you kicked your ass? That's what my ego tells me. And then I have to attack somebody, from the beat, which I thought was defeating my ego by being violent, which was losing to him. So you would sabotage your I had yourself? no Yes, absolutely. I what? didn't feel like I deserved it because I, we're the ones, everybody's out there shooting and killing. I'm the only one to survive. They're smarter, tougher, meaner, stronger. And I'm the only one left. That's bullshit. That's some ordained spirit that wants to really curse me by giving me everything I want. Hmm. I guess when you get that high up there, uh, all the uh, physical stuff, has no value. You just wake the it, fuck up. No matter where you at, you could be in the poorest country in the world, and and um, goal and value means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I hated taking pills and vitamins, and wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. 
It doesn't taste fucking super healthy or anything, but it's got a mild feeling when it goes down. I look forward to taking it every morning. It has really a tropical taste. So what's this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. What do you think about that? I think it's lifestyle-friendly and something I would like to participate in and people who I love to participate with me, yeah. Matter if you eat vegan, paleo, dairy-free, gluten-free. It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Oh, that's some cold shit. You know, usually, every time I wake up, I got to take, like, six pills, right? And by the end of the week or by the end of two weeks, I got to go restock on them, like... They get really expensive. How do you feel about that? Well, it sounds like AG1 is a great alternative for you, though. You're right, you're right. For every purchase, we donate to the organization helping to get nutritional food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry Hand in the U.S. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free traveling packs, too. With your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash hotboxing. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash hotboxing to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do you remember where you were at when that spark hit, when you when reality hit? you remember where you were at? Well, listen, when that reality hit, I was a grown man, and I've known him. That's like 19, 2004, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I first started um, working, trying to explain myself and trying to, um, try to reprogram myself as a fucking human being. I was such mm-hmm. a, ooh, I don't know, I was just a Neanderthal. It's in everything, having sex with strangers, because I have the power to do it. Go in a place, have anybody you want. I have the power to do it. I abuse, I get sick. Sometimes these bitches get me sick. I get them sick. And it's just a, a, mission, a vicious, vicious cycle. Oh, wow. It's grateful that you didn't catch the monster or something. But it's just a vicious cycle. Your mind wants to kill you, but it's just happy with you being miserable. Mm-hmm. But um, with a gentleman and a brother like Cena in your life, he makes you, he, he helps you love yourself. And I didn't know what that meant. I thought loving yourself was buying yourself a nice car, getting some nice girls. Mm. But loving yourself is buying somebody else a nice car. Sacrifice. And hope they have a nice girl. No, it's all about giving. Oh. That's what it's all about. Loving yourself is becoming a great dad. Yes, exactly. Not cheating on my wife. Right. Not being, not, not mm. snorting cocaine and my prostitutes. Behind closed doors. I was those, one of those, um, we all, I, I don't know, I'm one of those double life guys, two lives. Living like a spy. Three lives, four lives. <laughs> yeah, so many lives. Depends on what, depends on what kick I'm in now. Depends on what's, what I want, what I want to take advantage of. Because that's what it all comes down to, my selfishness, you know. Some people may say, he's not selfish, he gives away so much money. By, 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 by stay a closed person, I'm, you know, I'm not present for my children. I'm not present for my wife. I'm not treating her nice, you know. And that's just my guilt, but being generous. It's just a, I can't even explain it or articulate it. It's just a really serious mind fuck. 
you know, not being able to control yourself like an um, instinctive animal. And it takes, um, it takes skills. And I was just very grateful and very lucky to have the opportunity to meet Brother Sino. There's no way I would have done it. I would have been dead by now. Mm. There's did, no did, way. Did he give you the thought process, like the situation that just occurred on the plane? Did he give you, like, people couldn't believe that you held in no, so long before. No, listen. Snapped. That's nothing. Yeah. We're talking about my life. Yeah. We're talking about saving my life. We're talking about being in prison for the rest of my life. We're talking about life shit here, nigga. Mm-hmm. And um, so many times I was supposed to go to prison forever. I have more feelings than murderers. And um, why am I not in prison? Because of brothers like this. You know what I mean? They allowed me to put in the work. They didn't give me anything. They allowed me to put in the work to deserve to be a free man. And I, and I, it's all my life to these guys and brothers like Cedo. Because some of these guys, um, they own the world. And their happiness is to help you. And that's the whole mindset of this program. Loving yourself is loving someone else. And that's how the game goes. Love is in everything we ever do. Even in war, love is like in war. You got my back, I got his back, he got his back. Everybody got everybody back. We're going to die, but that's war and love. Knowing he has your back. And, and, and they instilled that in me. This organization. I'm part of it, too. I'm involved, yeah. Okay. I mean, through experience. And, and we do not to save lives for everybody. Just, just sometimes some of the most powerful people in the world have problems, too. And they have to be submissive and they have to come down and get help or die. Mm. You know, this disease, you know, it's not a prejudiced person. It attacked the richest person in the world just as much as it attacked the poorest person in the poorest country. And it is what it is. I'm fighting it every day of my life. I'm doing well. I'm being present. And that's just, um, that's everything to me for now, just to be present. I mean, living through all the bullshit, uh, does the religious factor have anything to do with it? You went through all the religious... Like, this is always God. Everything, listen, everything's God. Love is God. Everything is God, you know? This has been written in the dark, and he said, let it be light. This has happened millions and trillions of years before we were even born. It's always been written in the script. That's my belief in life. Did, did he come to help you during when you had like an overweight issue and stuff like that? Was no, no, that no, 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 no. He came to help me when I was living in the streets. Mm. What? I don't know about that stuff, huh? No. Mm. Like rock bottom type shit? Mm-hmm. How come that story's never been out? wasn't supposed to be on nobody's fucking business. Wow. That's love. Nobody's fucking business. That's right. They wouldn't help me anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they wouldn't help anyway. Wow. So you had to help yourself, man. Absolutely. That's why I'm tougher than everybody. That's why I'm, um, that's why I'm always coming back. Mm. So it's like a... It's like a what I endured would kill them. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's like you're in a ring... Like every freaking... No, life is a fight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And all of us are fighters. Some fight differently. You fight with your music. You fight with your voice. I fight with my fist. He fight with his love and compassion for human beings. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a fighter in their perspective. Everybody's not a physical fighter. 
Everybody's not a, a psychological genius, a mental genius. They're physical geniuses as well. And that's you, just what it is. When you look at a mirror, what do you see now? Like, obviously, huh? we're superficially looking at you in one way. What do you see, like, right now? Because you're still, like, are you at the end game I, of, in your life right no. now? No. I see a little boy. I see a little boy that's tricked the world to believe that he's the killer when he's really scared, little mm -hmm. boy. <laughs> so that's why, that's why I look in the mirror and see. I'm wow. a great actor. You know, it's not like I fucking hurt somebody too, but yes, I'm not the guy people, you know, I want people to love me. I want people to care about me. That's the way I became ferocious. No one loved and cared for me. So I didn't think I should care. I was programmed that way. Nobody cares about you. It's only our family because, and that's how come I just was a ferocious and vicious. We have clan. When you have a clan, once you have a clan like a people, you're more inspired to know that you have to contribute to that clan. Everybody's contributing. And my fighting and my success, that's to contribute as well. So you are, so in that clan, no one, you're no Superman in that clan. You're just doing your share. Everybody has to do their share and this fighting and this glamour stuff. That was just happened to be my share. But in the clan, everyone's equal. Hmm. So you just proven rock bottom, there's always a way out, man. No, no, you have to hit rock bottom. That's the way up. up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rock bottom is beautiful. The struggle of the struggle of coming back is beautiful. That struggle. I you know, it's hard it, it doesn't appear like it's beautiful mm. while you're going through it, but it's just being it's just being tested. And without a test, there's no testimony. Life tests you. Sometimes life annihilates you. But it's only up to you if you want to take some more. It's going to dish it out. But eventually, if you don't quit, it'll be uh, merciful to you. I mean, hearing his story, it's mind-boggling, man. Like, true happiness. You know how many people different. that... Oh, huh? you know how many people that happened to was so embarrassing, shame to say? Mm -hmm. You know how many people? Hundreds of thousands. You know? Maybe it happened to a big fucking killer, tough mob guy. Mm. And it's never told. I think that would take away his humanity or his masculinity without sharing it. He'd be surprised that he would be surprised how many people been taken advantage of. And he could be a leader in that perspective too, just like he is. It's all about telling the truth. Mm. Wow. Truth like, is no, life truth is about is number one, huh? Yeah, the truth will make you miserable first, but you know what I mean. It's the truth. Addiction grows beautifully in silence. And then you're drunk in shame. Mm. And then it's got you. And it, and it's Never like, be alone. It's you're done. What? You're done. No light can come in. So you die before you die. That's right. Mm. My, oh, wife, my wife, no, my wife is always talking to me, always talking something positive to me because she doesn't want me. Sometimes when I'm, I'm, I'm just blanked out somewhere, hey, what you doing? Let's go somewhere. And we're ready to go to the tennis court. Mm. She always had me on my feet, always had me present. Because mm. she knows I can go dark within a tenth of a second and blame her for some shit. Start talking about money and shit. <laughs> blaming, blaming people and shit. That's crazy, man. I, she shocked me today. I'll tell you, man. No, this is life. This is what everybody's dealing with. That's a shame to talk about. Or they have a family. Just like you have a family member that's in prison, everybody. Everybody has a family member that they think is off the, what's that? Off the peripheral? Off the reservation? Yeah, that's what they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody has a family like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not like us. 
You know, we all have that. You know, I have family members and stuff that shoot people, kill them. They, they think they're gangbangers. We all have people that we love. Guys, it's all about confidence when it's time for sex. Am I right? Sometimes stress, anxiety, or a bad day can affect your performance and ruin the fun for both of you. Bluechew.com to the rescue. Bluechew is a unique online service that can deliver the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, but in chewable forms. And that's at a fraction of the cost. Bluechew's tablets help men achieve harder and stronger erections. Men combat all forms of ED. Because Bluetooth is an online prescription service, there are no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line in the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew tablets are chewable. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than the pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free. Yes, I said free. When you use the promo HOTBOXING at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code HOTBOXING to receive your first month free. We've all been abused in some way, and that's why we need people like Sino to make us not ashamed of ourselves. Mm. Not many people who are great, magnificent entertainers mm. are ashamed. They, have, they live from shame. They don't go outside as much. They avoid certain people who know, who know them from the past and seen their shame before. Never live in a real house, a real life of healthiness, psychological health, always feeling ashamed. I mean, I can imagine the gays are fighting with, with their own issues, but transgender is like, they even get like, this by the gays too. Big time, big time. It's like, Everybody it's like needs another love. level of Everybody like, needs love. Everybody yeah. needs love. It's, Everybody it, needs love. You know, they what, feel what, like the gay wasn't showing them enough love yeah. and supposed to they had they opened their own team. They had their own team. So if my daughter's down with that team, I'm down with that team. That's just how it is. Yeah, mm. I mean, like I said, the word of the day was human being, man. Mm -hmm. We're all like we're all like complicated. And Very complicated. There's certain things that we don't understand about each other. Very but at complicated. The end of the day, as long as you're not hurting me, I'm not hurting you. We could live like, you know, cordial people. I mean, everybody's like, you have to be exclusive to be like, you know, mm. that spark in mm -hmm. the time zone of what we're doing out here. Like, mm. I'm, I'm like a unicorn in my world. Like, you know, some people don't understand why am I still here? Why am I still doing shit? You know, you, you know almost all the old rappers, all yeah. the old DJs, they're not here doing what I'm doing. I mean, talking to Mike. I'm a Mike, I'm a Mike Tyson's podcast. Like. But listen, I always look at it like this is ordained by God. And once God um, notice you, so do the devil. Mm. So we have that battle within self. You know, it's a really cool, mean game, though. But you, only if you survive it. You know, mm. I'm proud of right. Mike because Mike is from the old that. era. So the old era was so oh, homophobic. Listen, it was like people listen, just stay in that mindset. You know. Oh, listen. Um, 
the way the world um, exploits the people and turn them into monsters. Yeah. They don't think that because they had experience with somebody gay. Somebody told them and documented that that's Narrative. bad in their head. Mm -hmm. That's how it came, came about. How do you survive in this world where we're living in this matrix? It's like war, there's disease, there's, I mean, hey, the, 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 the online you shit. You just have to look at this. It was worse before. Your body, somebody care about you. They can't kill you and not, mm. pen, not be pen, um, penalized for it. At one time, you weren't even a part of the law. You could shoot you. You were not, not even. You're not on, even on the censors. Certain black, you know, black people that weren't in the censors in the south. Killing them is like it never mm. even exists. To wake up, you have to get hip to your own hustle and jive, mm. and that's tricky. Hmm. Right? It's like it's he like, just listed 35 different variations of how darkness is trying to beat him. That's why he's free right now. You got to get hit to it, not defend it. It's hard though, because his job is to make you say, this, everything's cool. Hmm. Yeah, he makes it look so easy, man. Yeah. <laughs> the whole world looks at it like that, too. No. I mean, we, we've all seen him, like, we grew up with him, watching him. I know him personally anyway, so it's not the same experience with me, but. We all grew up like I'm talking about a, a stranger looking in. Yeah, they but they don't, don't see the the, him getting up at four o'clock and working out and taking care of his body. They don't see him asking for help. They don't see this. Okay, mm. he's got a routine. He practices. He works hard. He knows when he's out of his league. There's certain places he can't go. There's certain things he can't do. How about that day when you you were like, "Yo, this boxing thing is not for me anymore." Was that? Like you're not you're not that guy. Well, you remember that day? You're not the man. No, um, I thought it wasn't for me. You know because I um, I did it again a year and a half ago, mm. and I broke all the records. I was the highest um, <laughs> growth of the year mm. on that particular time because we had COVID. Mm. But nobody was um, doing that. So that's why. Um, the Logan brothers and all these guys, they're making big money and doing great doing all these show fights, you know, like celebrity fights, so to speak. And that's making the fight business so profitable. I don't know why everybody's mad at these guys. Do you feel that you're lucky? Because uh, a lot of legendary boxers, that day when they figure out that they have to retire or they have to step down. I just don't think like I'm navigating my life. I think God is navigating my life or else the universe. Whatever mm. it is, it's not me. Mm. I don't think I'm that intelligent to um, navigate myself to this position. You know, a guy like me in this position, before I'd be hitting on everybody. I'm not like that no more guy. I'm just talking about my past. <laughs> I don't want to say it in this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm serious, man. I, I um, you those demons, and then when you mm. have to uh, make amends, holy shit. That's like crazy, right? That's the most difficult part of this business, the, mm -hmm. the, the 12 steps. Mm -hmm. Wow, fixing Making amends. Up. No, the attempt to fix everything up. Sometimes <laughs> it's not fixed up. There's a big difference between an amends and an apology. Mm. Mm. Addicts are great with saying, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry I did this. Mm -hmm. Amends. Amends is, I broke your heart. I stole from you. I did this. What I did was wrong, and I wouldn't like to make it right. Mm. You, you and be prepared that they go, I don't give a fuck. Mm. Get the fuck out of my house. And then you say, yes, I appreciate it. I understand. So you're still taking it. You're still, yeah, that's up. the right thing to do is to take yeah. it. Hmm. 
man, you have to make amends to somebody from your past when you thought they were nothing, not worth, and then all of a sudden they become a megastar. Oh, and then man. you see them somewhere, and you, you're so ashamed. Look yeah. at them. And then one day, a year or two years may go by, and you're more mature, and you see them. And I just put my hand out and said, my men, and she said, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. That's more powerful than her saying, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I, I would, that, that would have been, been, been less than her saying, I forgive you. And if you don't do that, you'll die. Yeah. You'll die if you don't do that. Forgive you, you forgive you almost killed me. That alone almost killed me. Mm. But you have to be strong to endure it. Mm. Forgiveness is powerful, more powerful than a bullet. The, the narrative with Don King, did you ever, like, forgive him or? Oh, I have to forgive him. He called and asked um, to amends with me, too. I blew my mind. How could I not? He's, I respect him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Respect them. But I have to do a lot of forgiveness. You know how many people I'm, I haven't even made amends to? Oh, and I know this is going to be some deep. They may have their family kick my fucking ass once I go. It's just some stuff, stupid stuff, taking advantage of people when you know mm-hmm. you shouldn't have at that time. Yes, yeah, stupid stuff. And they and you sure it still affects them because you see them sometimes. So they, they, may, they may become successful too. And so every now and then you see them. You know, and then you start thinking. You say, I wonder what they're thinking. I wonder they telling the people that what happened with us. How do you, but how do you get taught to put your ego aside? Like, how do you get taught? Like, that's like the you hardest have, shit ever. You no, know, it's hard, but it's not hard. Who's the boss? You or him, right? And then that's, that's right. Sure. Who's the boss? Tell him, Jesus. <laughs> you tell him. <laughs> you tell job, him. Michael. No, you tell him. <laughs> you tell, tell him. You know, huh? Tell him about the ego. Yeah. Tell him about that stuff. Yeah. Now the uh, what's the question? You know, I mean, how, how how can I put my ego aside? That's something that I find is the hardest thing, right? To like well, deal with. Like, it's all it's all about awareness. I feel like ego is me. Like it's like that's what I want you to believe. I'm powerful. I'm the way I look, dress, everything. So if I like dumb down, then I'm just like I feel like I'm like oh I'm like failing myself. Why would you be failing yourself? Because I'm trying to look like a certain way. For for for, for society that 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 I gotta keep like giving my energy and they gotta give it back to me. So yeah, and I keep it superficial. I you know I keep it separate too. But at the end of the day, I generically I have to keep my image up. I have to keep doing amazing things. I have to you know I've done a lot of crazy stuff just like Mike. Like I've hung out with Nelson Mandela, you know Gaddafi, Michael Jack. I've done like amazing stuff. Vatican. I, I met like billionaires, poor. I've I've traveled the world everywhere. So I, I assessed all the information where spiritually is the way to go because I'm not going to read what other men have written. But I, you're you're a beautiful brother, man. Why do you care what other people think about I you? I don't care, really. But the ego thing is something you have to care about. Like, for me to dumb down and I have to give somebody like that. Why, why, why do you I, have to dumb down? I don't know. It's the way. I, I guess it's just the way we're just... Tone, like, I guess the way we, we were tweaked to do, like people not... think I'm the best therapist in the world, and some people think I'm a joke. Mm. I got to be right with both. I'm not right for everybody. So you accept both? Oh, you accept both sides? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna show up like I'm gonna do everything I can, but I'm mm. not right for both. I mean, I wouldn't be here today if I cared a lot about what people thought, you know, like. But it's people... not a, it's not a this. Yeah, it's, it's just definitely cool. not that. We're just cool. Yeah. I mean, 
be like me coming here, I want to impress everybody. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was scared to come here, of course. I, I've always thought being like humble and normal and, and relationships and like in my world, relationships is it. Like if you don't have no relationships, it's the guy in Kazakhstan is not going to book me again or some guy in China. Like all my relationships, me touring, doing festivals and stuff from relationships. I never had the, po the politics of like, you know, like a DJ Khaled. Like, he links mm -hmm. up with Jay-Z. He politically gets all... I mean, he's talented, too, but... What's his political? What's his politics? Like, there's mad politics. What's, in, tell me, what's his politics? I never heard of his politics. It's, I mean, you should know what politics is. It's like, you Not know, from him. What's his perspective on his life? Who? Khaled. What does he believe about the universe? He's very spiritual, but, you know, but he busted his ass to get to that level where once you're in... It's like once you're in, and you're in that league of men that a running shit, you good. I'm not the I'm not the guy that you know. I, all my life, I've mm. just been like cool, humble, and, and then I know certain. You know, I know a lot of people too, but I just didn't hit that right mm. person that just kind of like controls almost everything. You know, I never um, even now. Money don't mean shit to me. My wife and them they mm -hmm. enjoy making it. Enough. That don't mean shit to me because you know um. I always tell people they think a lot of money is going to make them happy. They never had a lot of money before. You know? When you have a lot of money, you know, you can't expect nobody to love you. How am I going to love you? How am I going to uh, confess my love to you and you got $500 billion? <laughs> you know? It's just that it's a false sense of security. You believe nothing can happen. You don't believe the banks can crash. You know, you believe that you're invincible when you have a lot of money, which isn't true. And that's why I always say money's a false sense of security. You know, that's the first thing my wife told me. I said, what's the big thing we make a lot of? She said, I, I, for my security, for my children, what is security? Mm. What are you telling me? What is security? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. what. Tell me, this is security. When you put money in the bank and you get a check every month and you could, you could live off of that for the rest of your life, is that security? That means you're not going to catch a disease. You can't get hit by a car. You can't jump off a bridge. I don't know. With that security, can money secure you from that? But I think poor people need to get past the poorness to to have that issue and to, to mm. assess. No, poorness is frame of mind. Yeah. You know, it's not being having nothing. You have but a billion dollars and be poor. If you're physically poor and you have no money, you need to get to the stage where, all right, I have money. Now I need to assess. No, what happens first? Really the guy with no money, what happens first? You have to have the desire to have more mm -hmm. money. Because there's some people that got money, they're having a good time. And then they're going super hard with it. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and some people and I try, know those people. Some people want to analyze their success, yeah. which is ridiculous. We're all going to die mm. one day, of course. Then when I look in the mirror, I see those little spots on my face, and I say, wow, man, that's my expiration date. It's coming close really soon. Mm. What do you do about that? How do you think about that death thing? I don't worry about it, man. I don't eat that. I'm not sweating it. I just want to die consciously. I don't want to die screaming. And I've heard the last rites of a lot of people, a lot of famous people, mm -hmm. and they're getting ready to die, and they leave this planet screaming. And the New York Times says this, and the Vanity Fair phrase, but they become scared little boys in the end because they're not right with truth, and they're haunted by all their demons. Mm -hmm. I want to die consciously after a good swim. Hopefully. See, and that's what this stuff is about, um, fighting your demons. Yeah. All this stuff's about fighting your demon and yeah. God, your relationship with God and belief in God. Everything's about God. It's powerful. It's a powerful subject, man. There's people out there that look at things so different. Like, you know, 
I, 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 you know, I look at money as a way to keep me comfortable, but mm -hmm. I don't care about it too much. I, I could, e I could easily sacrifice, like watches, material. Like I let my friend. I don't. Some people are just like so, like. You know what I'm mine, saying? Like, mine, when you mine. think about it, it's not your fault. You're descendants from Romans and stuff like mm. that. No, serious. <laughs> I'm We're descendants from right them guys. It's so easy like, for us to be in love with people yeah. we don't think we should be in love with. I'm like, we're 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 going crazy over like minerals and and and, and rocks and stuff. Like, I'm like, who who made up this this value in this? Like, so I, I always look at it. I get it to survive my business. Because mm. people look at it as success. You wear all this shit on your neck. Yo, he, yo, he's ill. You got all, yo, he got all the paper. Everybody's fucking with him. Cause I'm, I would be afraid somebody's gonna rob you or something. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, I hang with you, Mike. I ain't got issues like that. But I'm just saying, like, but but in my world, it's 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 just fucked up. It's just like you know, why would I waste my time getting a Lambo? But I got a Lambo to keep myself mm. looking like. But at the end of the day, I'm the guy that. Goes home. I watch Star Trek. I hang with my kids. I I like peace and quiet. You know. Your father. Uh, yeah. All right. Can mm. we talk about generating generational trauma? Mm. Please. Oh Is that God. cool? Huh? Yes. Yeah. When I say any generational trauma, what comes to mind? Handing down like my kids, my issues. Yeah. And how do you think in generational trauma? <sighs> Changing me first. Exactly. You have to heal mm. first. Um, the thing I'm most proud of, besides being sober, besides my work, and besides all these things, is um, my relationship with my son, Dylan McFarland, mm. who Michael's known for a really long time. He's never seen me high. He's never visited me in prison. Okay? What he has seen me is shown up like a motherfucker, traveled around the world, master classes with Mike, different people, educating him, doing different things. He's 18 years old. He's got three different businesses. He's bought a Tesla with his own money. He's bought a mm. sports car. He knows about intimacy. He knows about kindness. He knows about community. He knows about service. And the thing is, he's going away to school, and I'm not worried about him because his GPS is setting the right thing. He's got none of that Irish hooligan jive that I grew up with, you mm. know, because I modeled something right for him. I'm I thank God that I was able to do that. I am most proud of that more than anything. He is safe in this world. My son is safe in this world. He's not coming home from school worrying that the check's gonna bounce, the lock's gonna be changed at the house. He's not selling his fucking body on Lincoln Boulevard to pay for some bullshit. Mm. He's free. That's amazing. What's your, What's your relationship with your I, kids? You and your kids' clue? I'm real cool with my kids, but I, I changed, like, you know, being up in a Haitian household mm. and getting whipped is like norm. You know, like, I remember when my grandfather used to teach my father how to whip me. My father was whipping me, and he got up. It was like, nah, that's not how you do it. And he was, he would whip me, teaching mm -hmm. my dad. No, this is how he's supposed to whip, you know, a kid, and then they make you kneel. So that was part of my culture. And then it was the point where I would get whipped every time I did something wrong. So I told myself that, you know, when I have my own kids, I, I would have to dead that. I, you know, I, I would admit I hit my kids once because mm -hmm. they were having issues where they were arguing and stuff like that, but they were young, and I literally just told them to chill, stop arguing. And I left to go to Whole Foods and I came back and they're arguing again and fighting. I'm talking about like brawling. You know, I think my older son had issues with- How old are your kids? They're 22 and 21 now, so oh, yeah. we're good. Like, but this is when I, this is like years ago. And I hit him just once and I didn't like myself for it. Like I, I it was one of those bad hits, you know, like I was hitting both of them. I needed them to stop arguing. And then and the, I was more mad that they didn't understand that I hit him like that so it could stop. Cause I'm, I'm remembering how my father used to hit me 
and I was horrified about doing anything wrong. So I thought maybe this was the answer. If they, because I became the cool dad. I'm fucking Fifty Cent's DJ. I'm touring. I'm hanging with every rapper. I'm putting them. You know, when I come home, I'm in the Lambo. They look at me. This is the coolest dad on the planet. So I became cool because I didn't want to be like my dad. I wanted them to hang with me. So they got so. They, there's no there's no fear factor. So mm-hmm. they could do whatever they want. You know, the kids will be kids. But the fact that the bullying and the fighting and all that stuff, I thought that maybe if I would like hit them just like that one time, it would end it. But it made it worse. Like mm-hmm. they didn't like my other son was alienated from me for a little bit. Um, police came. Cause you know, nowadays kids are calling cops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not like Haitians back in the days, you get whipped, beat up, or whatever. Schools was hitting people back then. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like now it's like the kids are calling the cops, so mm. you can't win, you know. So the alienation was like for a couple of years. Like one of them, my 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 young one was cool, but the older one I had to fight to get his trust again, and I'm I'm happy I did. And then uh, now we're like the best. It took a while to heal. Like it's amazing when you hit a kid, it stays there. Big like, time. So I had to fight my way back, and then I had a divorce with my wife, which made it worse. So you know, I didn't want them to think that I left a. a like a, like a female or anything like that, but divorces make it even like 10 times worse because mm-hmm. now I'm not there. The alienation is easy to deal with. Like, oh, I don't need to talk to my dad. You know, he's away anyway. He's not here. I had to get out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's a miracle. We're, we're cool now. I tour right with on. them. They come here with me. And then uh, that I think that's more valuable than stupid-ass mm. car I got in my fucking garage. You know, like me and my son hanging out is the best thing ever. That's how I feel, too. I was just never present. Cena became yeah. the person that made me, allow, <clears throat> that allowed me to become present. You know, he had the picture of all my kids, even the one that's deceased. And mm-hmm. so, always looking at that picture, and that's the start. Yo, that's the start of becoming think, a different person. looking at you, right. Mike, yo, Mike, when you see your kid looking at you, and they, they're happy, and they want to hang with you, you could tell, like... That's more valuable. Like, it's the, I mean, you have the unconditional love from a father and a son, but when you see a son is dying to hang with you, and you're famous, I'm famous in my own world too, but kids are kids, man. They don't care about that fame shit. I'm a your son, kid, they don't a give son, a fuck about that fame I have a son that you hate. He can't. As soon as the people start coming, he leaves. Yeah, because they, they, right. they don't want... They Miguel. Don't, Miguel. He's, he's out of oh, there. I love Miguel. Such a beautiful boy. He's out of there. He's probably a scared little guy like me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's a big old guy, 6'3", but he's probably a scary guy like me. There's a certain confidence that comes with being properly groomed. There's an aura, a vibe. You can just tell by the way they carry themselves. We call that BGE, Big Groomed Energy. And there's only one way to get that BGE, Manscaped. We'd like to introduce you to the best and biggest ultimate Hygiene bundle yet. The Platinum Package 4.0. Yes, sir. Manscaped is the leader in below-the-waist grooming. Now, trust them with the rest. Manscaped's brand-new Platinum Package 4.0 is the biggest bundle they've ever offered, giving you a bulk discount on Manscaped's top products. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite 
product. Inside this platinum package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, ultra premium body wash, ultra premium two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner, ultra premium deodorant, crop preserve anti-chafing ball deodorant, crop reviver ball spray toner, and anti-chafing boxers. And you can't forget about the shed travel bag to hold your goods while traveling. The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer featuring proprietary advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts and hold. Both are waterproof so you can shave with less mess. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with an ultra premium body wash and ultra premium two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Don't forget to apply the aluminum-free ultra premium deodorant for that cologne quality scent on the go. But it's not just your piss that stank. Your balls can stink too. No one want no stinky balls, so thankfully their crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver, ball toner, can solve this problem for you. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back, brother. <laughs> Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Platinum Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxes and the Shit Travel Pack. Bring your comfort and boxes to another level. The Platinum Package 4.0 covers all bases from trimming to showering to leaving the gym smelling nice. This is the best bang for your buck. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use code HOTBOXING. Unlock your big groom energy with Manscaped. And remember, when you trim the hedges... The tree stands tall. But isn't that crazy that your kids bring you to reality too? Like, well, my they kids don't give a fuck my, about your fame. When I see my kids, it makes me really believe there's God. Yeah. When I see my kids. That's the only reason I really, really deep down believe in God. When I see my, my children, this is, only, this is only God creation. Only God could do this. And I used to see that's what I believe. Mm. Mm. My son just graduated from Boston College, and him seeing me there, that's, that's great, it for man. me. I, I'm good. Like I've done a lot of amazing stuff in my life, but that was like one of my highest points in my life. I've been, I've, I've done amazing shit. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about all that other shit, man. Like I'm good, man. And all my friends are passing away. I got friends dying at 35, 40. I just turned 50. Everybody's dying around me. So it's like, I think I'm just a lucky guy. Sometimes you got to look at it like that. I used to look at it as, um, luck, luck is um, superstitious. Mm. Luck. I used to think, and I hear people say I'd rather be lucky than good. But if you're lucky, you're not putting forth no effort for anything. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just, it just was ordained to be by God that this is happening. You know, no one gives God his credit, whatever, the universe. No one gives his, you know, we're all ego-driven thinking that we can navigate our world, our way through this world, you know, without getting on our knees. I realize about life, all the study and everything, um, everything that I've learned from life, my books, my movies, my, my, my travels and stuff, 
from ancient cities and stuff, and it all comes down to getting on your fucking knees. <laughs> it all comes down to getting on your fucking knees. I go to the pyramids. I'm saying, God damn, these people are small. I'm trying to get in the pyramid. Mm. I, I said, these people must have been small like three, 5,000 years ago. So I go into the museum. <laughs> I see a picture of Seti. Seti, seven foot long. Yeah. Right? So I said. On his back. I said, did Seti go in there? And he said, yes, he went there on his knees. In order to go through that building, you have to get on your knees worth um, giving God his um, dues. Wow. That was the whole purpose. And my ignorant ass thought the people were small. <laughs> and I went to the museum. I went to the museum. This guy's 6'7". I said, holy shit. And they said the purpose, because everybody had to get on their knees. Mm. Praise God when they go in the building of God. Mm. And so that's what I realized. It's all about getting on your knees. How do you get past physical stuff, man? Like, Tell me about physical what? shit that's fucked up, man. Like, what do you mean the physical stuff? Like, yeah. you know, like, like making yourself happy, like, you know, like, I don't know, like. We get part. I'm so desensitized with sex. Yeah, yes. what you say? No. Up, huh? This is sex, no. We're talking about sexual abuse. Mm. When you're a guy and somebody abuses you sexually, it takes advantage and it stays in your mind and you have shame from it. Mm. You know what I mean? Instead of allowing it to make you elevate in life, you allow it to make you descend in life. But, but how about me? I'm desensitized, so I, I, I mean, how, how do you like living that life? I don't know. It's just like all the stuff. How, 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 do, you, it's just how like, do you feel being desensitized and people are dying? You don't care about people dying just because people are no, no, the whole stuff. country's dying? I'm I'm more into the relationships the relationship side. It's just like I'm just desensitized with that stuff. I, I guess going through divorce is just like that's what. Listen, that's what the negative energy wants you to do. It doesn't want you to be able to enjoy love. That's the devil shit. Oh, I'm sensitized now. Your whole existence is to enjoy your senses and never run away from love. Mm. When love calls, you have to answer. Because if you don't, you'd be miserable for the rest of your life. That's just how it is. You're trying to defend yourself from life. It doesn't It doesn't help work or you just wind up making a fool of yourself. Mm. What's going to happen is going to happen. Don't take life too serious. Mm. You stress too much. You're wondering what somebody could think. I don't care. I would jerk off right now in front of people. I don't care what nobody think. You know, I only care what somebody who I love thinks. Mm. If a crackhead, I care more about what the crackheads um, think about me than what the president thinks about me. Hmm. That's just my world. That's just what it is. I'm a famous guy, getting ready to get more famous, more rich, but I'm still that fucking street junkie. Mm -hmm. That's who I am. Powerful shit, man. I, I, I admit I got issues, but I mean, I've, I've kind of like, I've been doing okay, man. <laughs> no, you said right. you've been doing no, okay. No, when you say you're doing okay, you're not doing that good. I mean, I, I mean. You got to admit that you have that problem and I, you, um, you're weak to it. It controls you. But, but me, I'm You're not like, your own master I mean, right now. I got like, you ever fought like eight things at the same time? Like you're fighting like, but you're trying to get this goal, that goal, that goal, that goal, and he's doing it simultaneously. Listen, no, you can't do anything simultaneously. That's what I'm trying you to You can't do. live in the world and understand it simultaneously. You just have to one day at a time. Don't be too thirsty. It's a form of being thirsty. It's mm -hmm. going to happen. It's meant for you to happen. You don't have to stress for it. It's coming right to you. The abundance is yours. Mm -hmm. you, don't have to, you don't have to reach for it. It's coming straight to you. Yeah, you taught this guy good, man. You got huh? I'm amped right now. I'm gonna... 
Well, we, it's, yeah, he, it's... It's powerful, man. I'm yeah, it's powerful. Life a different way now. <laughs> Listen, man, before you become a master, you first have to be an idiot. Mm. 100%. That's just how it goes. You have to yeah. suffer for success. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you, Michael. I'm extremely happy for I'm happy me. happy for you, brother. I'm so happy, too. I'm just happy that my children are happy yeah. that I'm their father. I want to give a shout-out to Kiki. I have a lot Please, of... Please. I just want to... This is... Um, Sometimes I feel she's unrecognized in, in the, the power of, of the transformation and everything. She's one of the most extraordinary women I've ever met. We've been, th- yeah, we've been through it together. Been through it together. Mm. Yeah. And um, I just want to give her a lot of love. And she's a, a great friend and a great teacher and a good human being. Awesome wife. And one of the kindest souls I've ever met. She's extremely selfless. Right. Sometimes I say, hey, listen, how come every time she meets somebody, like I'm doing this shoot for a master class, and so the lady that owns the, the, this big house that we live in, as soon as my, my wife sees it, she wants to hug her and kiss her and talk about life and how my children are doing and what have you been doing. I say, God damn, baby, you can't be the host too. You have to have to chill down <laughs> and say hi to people. But she always want to, I think she really deep down in town, she's... Um, He's a frustrated talk host. <laughs> You're right. He's a frustrated talk host. Yeah. But listen, oh that's the best God. thing that ever happened to me. Without my wife, I'd have been really in trouble. And she fought for this relationship too. Big time. She fought. I'm out. My friend. My friend has this place in Vegas on the strip, but he has a candy shop. But this is my friend. Me and my friend had these fucking um, sex demons, and that's why we're friends. And sometimes. Um, He's in a great position for great money, so we could get people to do things for us, which we shouldn't be doing, right? Mm. So I always hang there every day. One day, my wife comes there with the baby. I'm in the shop. I'm entertaining some women. Oh, man. And she comes with the baby. This is some nigga shit. <laughs> it's some serious, high fucking tech nigga shit. I'm in here showing the fly, I'm the buffing up. Yo. Are you really serious? You got to get up, sorry, run, and turn around. Why are you doing this bullshit? And she just gives you the kiki look. Oh, fuck. No, I, like saw a- it. I saw it before she got to, like, right where he's at. I saw it come. I said, oh, chef, excuse me. For-. And I walked outside, tried to say, what are you going to do, huh? huh? You going to kick us out the house? You going to us to be homeless? Oh, I had to go through all that shit. You know, I'm going to welfare. First thing tomorrow morning, I'm going to welfare. <laughs> Can you believe I heard that shit? Like, looking at me now, I had to hear that shit. I'm going to welfare the first thing in the morning. That's intense. <laughs> oh, that's intense, nigga. And you don't have no money. You broke. You don't have no money. Uh-huh. You're on the welfare. And so I tell my, I, I hate asking my friends for money. So I asked somebody, give her 10000 and it was so cool. I was just, um, I was lucky and cursed. I had friends that had an enormous amount of money. Mm-hmm. And stuff, and some of them would, um, and they're not bad people, but mm-hmm. I put them in that situation sometimes, and they, I stay with them, and then I, it just gets crazy. I wake up and I say, is everybody alive? <laughs> you know, it's one of those days you just wake up and everybody alive. You ever been close to like when you do drugs, like you, you almost died, or you ever, you ever put that out there? Like, oh, ask my oh, wife how many times I OD'd. What? Yeah. She had my mom down on my way and wife got the cold ice on me. No, <laughs> nose bleeding, no. all fucked up, fat, farting, bleeding, pissing on myself. No. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> that's a powerful woman to stay by. Uh, shit on myself too. Did I tell you that. Yeah, nah, shit. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. The good old days, Michael. Oh, they were beautiful. The good old days. Going blue. Yeah, going blue. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah, you got Mike. You turned Mike into some like some we're a good beautiful team. man. Huh? We're a good team. Nah, you Teamwork makes the dream work. That's right. Huh? Teamwork makes the dream work. So Mission Shell's a, it's a hub. It's where I, it's a it's a residential facility where people come live for a week or a year from. I lived there off and on a lot. Long I time. Did a lot of time. Mike Tyson suite. Was that the yeah. pink house? That's a pink. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's pink. It's pink in Venice. House. It's a special place. We it brought a little house. South Beach into Venice. Yeah, it's a safe place to be unsafe. Mm. And there's um there's a there's a special energy and love there and um and care, and um and it's I have meetings and and do different things and uh, it's it's a real hub for, you know I have. You know people come and they hand me their guns and they hand me their computers and they hand me their wallets what? and um, we just love people in a very special way. You know, like with Michael. No judgment. Know, no judgment. That's out the window, like. No, because it's wrong to do that. Mm. The reason why Michael and I are here, because you know that famous picture when he was getting ready to fight Spinks. Mm, yeah, the, the guy shot yeah. it from the overhead with, mm. the, with the face down. Mm. Right, I've seen that a few times. Mm. It, towards me. <laughs> oh snap! What? Yeah. And yeah. and the devil's not trying about. to let me go, baby. He's not trying to let me go. I knew what that was about, and I would hold steady with him. Because I wasn't afraid of his darkness. I was afraid of his right hand. Mm. But I wasn't afraid of his darkness, and he knew that. So you woke him up, man. You, you, you bypassed the, 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 him putting fear out. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that he was scared. Yeah. He was just scared. Mm. And that's what you got from that. That's crazy. And that's what people are. They shocked me today, Mike. Yeah, I'm gonna look at you totally different. Like this shit fucked me up, man. You should. Yeah, that's crazy. You really should. The thing that I know, I, don't, I know you just enough, but it's you just fucked my head up today, man. Yeah, and you should look that's at me crazy. totally different. Look at me totally different. But any moment, I'm liable to relapse. Mm. Oh wow! Any second. Wow. I'm clean five, but any second. You can never forget where you came from. Mm. And the trick is to appreciate everything. See, my wife doesn't understand our triggers. She really doesn't. She knows the word. Like, when I'm on that private plane, that's all I think about is cocaine and prostitutes. Because mm, that, that's, that's like, my trigger. Wow. That's my trigger. That's why I don't fly private. I fly commercial because that's a real bad trigger. Wow. A real bad trigger for me. Mm -hmm. For me. You gotta I'm, know when you're out of your league. Yeah, I do know. You gotta know when you're out of your league. league. Private planes are out of my fucking league. Straight up. Anything that could allow me to be the boss of anything is out of my league. If I'm the one that could set everything up, hey baby, you do this, you suck, you go here, hey, bring the cocaine over here. If I'm ever one of those guys, guy. I wanna get, get the fuck out of there. Wow. I don't wanna be that guy because I'm gonna show it's gonna be so much pain to so many good people and you know, whoever even if they're participating, there'll be so much pain. You know, so I don't even, I don't put myself in that position to be alone on a private plane and think I'm cool and fly. Because I'm the guy that say, hey, where them bitches at? Call these people. What happened to her? You and know? it's on. And it's on. At Shell, when, when do you figure out someone is ready to go back out into the world and you, you kind of like fix things? Ooh, that's a good one. When, huh? when, when, do, when do you figure one. that out? 
I have, I just, the instincts, I just kind of know when they're ready to fly. Mm. I just really kind of know when it's, many times I told Mike, it's time to go, man. We're ready, you gotta go fly a little bit. It's an art. It's like music, right? Mm. You know when to get the play. It just something Reading comes the to crowd you. And everything, something yeah. comes to you, right? Mm. You know, right? That's just how it is. Wow. Part of this, this is another thing I haven't mentioned this. Part of this process is losing a lot of friends. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I forgot even to bring that up. I, I talk that about that, talk. Michael. That's beautiful. That's a really good thing yeah. to talk about. Well, yes, um, people who you love, who you want to help, try to help. Even break the law to help, give them money when you know you shouldn't have given them money. Mm. And um, next thing you know, they jumped off a building or something. Something like that. Or they ran, they jumped in front of a train. You know, blew their brains out. Something like that. Just because it was too much up here. They couldn't handle the channel. They didn't have enough, they didn't have enough um, life skills to change, to change the channel in their head. They stayed on that channel that the guy was abusing me, the one that made me suck his dick. He did this to me. Mm. They stayed on that fucking channel for 25 years. They never had the skill, the life skill to change the fucking channel. My mother can never change the fucking channel. Mm. That's why wow. she Yeah, he's got to change mm. that channel. Mm-mm-mm. I come from um, a family of sex workers, pimps and prostitutes and stuff. You know, so... But they could never change the channel either. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. They could never change the channel. Look how much money or how much they, they always with the pimps and the hoes. Couldn't change that channel. Wow. Even when I met my father, he was um, destitute, down and out. And I gave him, the, I gave him money. I bought him cars and stuff. But even though he loves me. He manipulated me, <laughs> you know. Right. What I mean? Even That's though right. he loved me, he because it's, it's his way of life. He doesn't know any way to live. Wow. You know what I mean? He, man, but I loved him for, it and I understood life. I had children. Mm-hmm. I've been in prison. I understood life. I lost cuss. I just understood life, and I know it wasn't his fault. It was life fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I understand. He thought he was smart, and I didn't realize. But I, I said, "It's okay." You let him off the hook. Yeah. yeah. And I'm assuming, Shell, you could come back if you fuck up, huh? Oh, you be, oh <laughs> we come back. I've been there quite a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get my life together. Got to come back to the Pink Palace, you know? Can you let them know that's part of it? Like, you know? You well, yeah, back. we have to have a different conversation. What's, yeah. you know, what do you want to do now? You my wife is badass, man. My wife is just bad. We moved in that neighborhood, right? But we moved that far from you. Where oh, I'm yeah, down in the, the marina. In the marina. Corporate housing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've known Mike when he, they could barely afford diapers. Mm. Mm. That's strong. My daughter is my wife, right? She's, we don't got no money. She's in the, um, the fucking farms or whatever, putting all this shit on uh, the counter. And I'm saying, hold the time out, baby. I keep this chill for this. And she's yeah. saying, no, no, Mike, I've been poor longer than you. I know what, can, what, what I can pay for, okay? What? And so... I was always wanting to take the stuff back, but my wife always had it under control. But it went from that to this. Now right. why? Because I never gave up. Mm-hmm. Never gave up. That's what all the stuff man? about. Never gave That's up. That's amazing, man. Me and her went from not being able to buy like $12 worth of food to being able to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's very grateful to that. She's really selfless. And... um 
I'm really grateful to have her in my life. I'm really grateful. Even though I give, I give, ugh. I give, <laughs> I give, listen. I give her, I, I know I must give her menstrual period um, cramps when she's not even on a period. That's crazy. I drive my wife you crazy. Believe, you don't believe in luck. I think you're lucky to have her at the worst time of your life. That's luck, man. No. You don't think that's not luck? No, I think God summoned her at that stage oh, okay. of my life. She's, the, she's your angel. She's I've known ever since she was 19. Mm. So I've lived my life until um, mm. when life got bad and it was only us. Wow. When life chewed us up and threw us out, it was just me and her. And then we had to come back and kick life's ass. Man. <laughs> Bust life motherfucking it's, ass. It's a brutal world, man. You, you, you've talked about it like, that's brutal, man. I don't even know if I can survive some shit like that. No, that's, then you can't. <laughs> if you say you can't, then you can't, motherfucker. If you say you can, you can't. Anything you say, good or bad about yourself, it's, it's that's what result. you are. Oh, that's wow. right. Okay. Henry Ford. It's just to hear stuff like that, man. Even your background is like, Man, getting kidnapped and Do I seem like, happy to you? Yeah. Fifty seven years old. Wow. Give her four thirty every morning. Jump in the ocean, no wetsuit. Wow. I'm not attached to that anymore. It's not who I am anymore. I'm a mm. different person. But if I get sloppy and lazy, it's all gone. Mm. In a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. I'm not willing to do that anymore. I love myself too much. How about the guy that adds everything up like me? I'm the analyzer, and I'm just like going through life safe. Yeah. Like I'm just like the anxiety of just not not like I'm fucked up. Like you should I'm look at it like this. I have a different form of anxiety. You should call it inventory, self inventory. Check tonight. No, tonight. Tonight you should go home and say, "Did I handle myself right when that lady was talking to me? Was I out of my line with something? Mm. Did I have bad thoughts when I was looking at that lady? Yeah. Where was I selfish, dishonest, yeah. inconsiderate? How yeah. did I hurt her? lied today. What yeah. were my true motives? Exactly. You got to look in that mirror. And know what? Most of the time I look in the mirror, um, I never passed any of them. I was always a pig. It takes years to really accept yourself for what you really want yourself to be. I'm not going to ever lie to myself and say, I got it going on. I have, two, I have had a lot of flaws, and it took so many years to get rid of them. And still, they try to creep, creep back up in your life. Life is um, a perpetual, a perpetual motion of just, um, I forgot what you, what do you call it? Um, upkeep, mm -hmm. emotional upkeep. Because so many messages come through our minds, just from energy alone comes through our mind, and we have to throw other energies out to um, combat them. Like negative and positive. You get trillions of negative um, response. You got to do ten trillion. It's just it's just a number game. How about um, people that are like they have like like kids that are just like they're super rich, but the kids want to experience like being poor. They don't want like they don't want all the spoilage. Is that, those is that, are great kids. Is, is that a mental thing? I have one of those kids. Is, is that a mental thing? I don't know. Like, you know, when I have you one, of, I have you one of those kids. You can get anything you want, but you don't want it. I think he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I had a father like me, I think I would ask for a lot more. I, I think that's my like, opinion. That's my opinion. Like, they, like, like, like they go go get a job at a McDonald's. But he wants his own self-worth. Worth. That's what he wants. He said, I don't want that Ferrari. I don't want that, that Mercedes-Benz. Let me buy my own truck. He got the F1 truck. Mm -hmm. You know, one of those white boy trucks. <laughs> Why are you doing it? He just, he just, 
He doesn't want money. He doesn't want me giving money. He doesn't want me to pay no bills. He just wants to be independent. Mm. That's more important to him than having a million bucks. To be independent, my father's not fucking with me. That's his journey. Oh. That's some crazy shit, man. See no brother? Yes, sir. These are so many millions of people that I have on my program watching me do stupid okay. shit, right? So I want you to let them know what it's all about, where to find you, where to talk to you. If they've ever been involved in any kind of sexual abuse or drama, anything, please talk. Okay, right on. Whether you have a nickel or a billion, DM me, give you my phone number. I'm here to help whatever way I can. Uh, I can find people for you. Um, just be honest and sincere about your desire to go higher and shift consciousness, and I will get resources for you. I want to give you a free 90,000-mile tune-up. Uh, okay. Oh, he should go to a meeting. He would be Yeah, I want to get, I want to, that, that, my, my time is my best gift. I want to yeah. love up on you because it's just a beautiful cat. I want to learn you about you. You meet some beautiful yeah, people, huh? brother. You um, meet some beautiful people. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't love yourself, you're, you're poor. Yeah, I agree. If you don't love yourself, you're poor. You don't have shit. Poverty struck mm. it. Okay, if you're looking for the world to tell you're okay or do this or that, you're in poverty. Why are you continuing to look for a certain, this will, when, when this happens, there is no when this is happens. It's just you and me rapping right now. There's none of that. And uh, I'm gonna keep loving you and celebrating you and showing up for you and Kiki and your family. I'm gonna do the same to you, nigga. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael. All right, it's crazy. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right, so another episode of Hot Boxing yes. with my co-host. Ooh, kid. Very powerful episode, by the way. Yeah. And thank you very much. Thank you, Michael. It's a blessing to be here. Thank you, everyone, for having me. Thank you. Thank you.